Welcome everybody to Hypothetical Trainwreck. My name is Cameron. I am your host as always. Joining me is Junior, Sierra, and Big Mama, also known as Kyler. Tonight, joining us, very special guest I've been trying to get on here for a long, long time. My brother, Levi motherfucking Ace Eddins. Say hello, hello. everyone! But if you hello. Hello. Red. <laughs> so wait, we gotta say this is our Thanksgiving special. I'm getting there. Thank well, you. Get there faster. So much. Get there faster. You should just say it. So tis the season with Thanksgiving being tomorrow. We are doing a Thanksgiving special, and so tonight might run a little bit longer. So. What we're going to talk about. Buckle up. Buckle up, motherfuckers. Buckle See? up. It's about to be a wild ass train ride. We were going to do this for Halloween as well, where we were going to carve pumpkins together and tell scary stories and but do Halloween stuff. Hates but stuff. someone, I'm not going to name Cam. names. <laughs> you got called out, bitch. Can't handle scary stories. So we, we just shelved the idea of a Halloween episode. Maybe next year. But uh, for now, we're at least getting a Thanksgiving and probably a Christmas episode, too. Oh, so we'll look forward to that. Episode. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's our timestamp? Timestamp? We're at a minute 30 right Dude, now. I, I swear. A minute 28. 20 seconds ago. <laughs> I s- hey, that's above our average. <laughs> you know what? I swore before we hit the minute mark, so it's it's fine. That's we're, still we're above our average. So, I, mean, yeah. I know. Our average, our average is, is like, like 28 seconds. Hey, mom, I was going to say 45. We're working on point. it. Don't worry. <laughs> we're working on it, Mom. We're getting there. Sorry, his mom. <laughs> <laughs> Levi, you've met my mom at Carl's reunions. Met my mom? What is this, home? <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Man, hey, did we order pizza yet? We no, have we not. Just... We're going to wait until after the podcast so we, don't, so we don't interrupt the middle of the podcast with, Oh my god, pizza's here! <laughs> Here's the thing. I was thinking about that and I wanted to interrupt the podcast with, Oh my god, pizza! <laughs> My pizza! My juice! Just so you know, this is going to be a wild ride because we've all had uh, some adult beverages beforehand. Was watching Hercules, playing drinking games. By the way, don't. Uh, No, 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 no. Do. (laughs) Do. But you may want to take some rules out. We were 14 minutes in. If you play drinking games with Hercules, your rules have to be whenever someone says Hercules and whenever someone says Zeus. It'll get you yucked up. <laughs> we were 14 minutes in and all of us were like three <laughs> See, I don't need drinking games. I just get drunk all by myself. That That is true. Yeah, but drinking games make it fun. Uh, listen. I have make, fun. It makes it more fun. <laughs> I can hit him up on any given night. Hey, man. What you doing? Drinking? Figures. <laughs> 11 out of 10 times? Yes. Absolutely. Am I coming over to drink? Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> He'll call me. What you doing, you son of a bitch? I'm like, well, given the time, I'm going to go let my dogs out and come over to your house. It's always a question of, we're like, oh, Cam's not home. And someone, some person has the idea of, where's Cam at? And we're like, Levi's? Levi's? What do you think? 11 times out of 10, except for like... Once in a blue moon. Yeah, no, I'm at Levi's all the time. When you're at your your, your grandma's... (laughs) That one time you're at your grandma's. Yeah. Yeah, the one time a On week. On Sunday evening at... only. Yeah, there's Sunday been... evenings only. I'm at my grandma's. Sunday house. evenings, he's at his grandma's. And other than that, there's been one time, to- two times 
actually two times since April that you've been at your dad's house instead of Levi's. One of them was actually recently when I got my hair cut. Yeah, I'm aware. And I had called them, and he was already at his dad's, or he would have been over drinking. <laughs> yes, that that is also <laughs> true. What I'm getting at is Cam's always at Levi's. Uh, no. Yeah. Are you kidding me? He's my brother. Where the fuck else am I going to be? Your home? In my room? Fuck that. Having dinner with your family? Having dinner with your family? Speaking of families, it is the holidays, like Cam said. <laughs> Tomorrow is Thanksgiving, or for a lot of people Wait, listening, is. today is going to be Thanksgiving when you're listening. Um, Whenever the so, fuck you decide to listen to this. We figured a good topic for tonight is going to be what and or who are you thankful for in your life as of right now this year? I think Levi should start it. Let's have our guest star start off the topic. What and or who are you thankful for in your life? Um, I'm thankful for a lot of things, but um, more importantly, people. Um, I am thankful for my parents. Uh, there's been... A lot of change and a lot of things, a lot of main events that's happened in our life that's had a lot of uh, had a lot of impact. But um, all these time, I, I hear people randomly in stores and and things like that say how good of a kid I am, or how I'm part of their generation, and how I'm I'm not like like the people I was born with, and it makes me really respect and thankful for the parents that I had that brought me up. Um, I'm so thankful for the relationship I have with my dad and about how uh, he's made me the man I am today and made me want to be such a hard worker. I mean, that man was always working. Every Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, he was getting up early to go go work cows and go ride the feedlot, doctoring cows and stuff like that to get home early and go visit the kids for a little bit and go back and he made me want to work so hard he made me want to he set the bar really high for being a hard worker and my mom taught me a lot about understanding people and um, was really good at even at a young age just telling me the way things were instead of um, not being afraid to tell me what words meant um, because uh, um, sometimes you know you don't want to you don't want to tell your kid the truth about a certain word or a certain subject because you feel like they uh, it might not be appropriate for being a little kid but it ends up hindering them later in life and I feel like my mom was just good about cutting the shit and telling me what it was and making me grow up a lot faster that way um I'm thankful for, after I lost my brother, all of the brothers that I've gained since then, because he was such an important person in my life, that I've surrounded myself with people that I call my brothers, that have created a, a bond and a friendship that I could never replace, and that I will always be there for, and I won't say a lot positive about myself, but one thing I will say is I'm a loyal motherfucker. And if I call you my brother, and you call on me, I'm going to be there. And it doesn't matter what it is, and it doesn't matter what time it is, I'm going to be there. And this 
this has actually been tested and proved. Tested and proved so Under times. unfortunate circumstances, it has been tested and proved. One I can time, attest. Junior and I were going to do a military thing, and our truck broke down on the way there, and we had to just leave it on the side of the road. And we called Cam, who was coincidentally at Levi's Coincidentally house. <laughs> getting shit hammered at Levi's. That, and, that's the story of my life right now in my and 20s. And this was probably, like, when we called him, it was close to 11 o'clock at night, and we said, 10:30, hey, 11 o'clock. hey, our truck's Sorry. on the side of the road. Like, Oh, yeah, we were can you go? And we're like, can you go on a rescue mission for it tomorrow? It doesn't matter when. It just has to be within 48 hours. Next thing we know, Cam's sending me Snapchats of Levi and Cam at 7 o'clock in the morning. 7 o'clock, 7.30. Going to get this truck. And just, <laughs> we were on the phone with Cam asking about it. He looks over and Levi's like, of course, yeah. Yeah, we're going to go. <laughs> they need us. After the phone call, I look over at Levi. So I'm like, hey, what uh what, what you doing tomorrow morning, bud? <laughs> He's like, well, apparently I'm going on a rescue mission with you. I'm like, fuck yeah. Let's get it. I don't think I've met loyal friends that would do anything for me until I met, like, you guys. And it was that one night we went and hung out. That is something that I, I really pride myself in, is if you tell me a secret, it stops me. I mean, even if it's anybody personally, I, I really will not tell a soul. Um, because uh, for some reason people feel really comfortable around me and people that I've never met have told me things you know that just stops at me obviously for some reason they felt like they should tell me that and that they felt comfortable enough to tell me that and I don't want to betray their trust even though I don't know them for me it's so ingrained in my head for loyalty and trust that I don't want to betray their trust by, by telling other people so there's things that will go to my grave, and there is um, things that I know that for sure, I mean, are going to stick with me forever. And of course, lastly, thankful for my wife. She is my rock. Um, I have no doubt in my mind that without that woman, I would not be here today, 100%. I mean, she is literally my angel. I call her my angel, and I mean it, because she saved my life. And... That woman has made me so much more of a man and has understood me better than anybody else ever has. We are a team, and I definitely believe in marriage. You really got to be a partnership, and you really got to be a team, and I believe we are. We are so strong together, and no matter what topic comes up, no matter what discussion comes up, we can really have a discussion about it. We can really talk to each other and work it out no matter what it is. We almost never argue because we either know that the argument is too stupid to argue about and we know who's right or wrong and it doesn't matter or we can actually talk about it, have a discussion, not an argument, and move on and grow and love and I don't know, well, no, that's a lie. I know exactly where I'd be if I didn't have her in my life. And I am so thankful for her. So, I love you, baby girl. I would have Aww. to completely agree on that last point. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have to completely Listen, agree. I've been around for, in Levi's life, Levi's been around in my life for a better part of three years. 
I've seen it firsthand. Like it's it's true. Everything he said tonight, absolutely true. And I, I see if I didn't mean it. I I know. I'm very aware. I like. I've become your number two for a fucking reason. <laughs> I I'd have to completely agree with Levi, and Kyler can attest to it. Um, I used to be a cow chopper. Not necessarily a couch hopper, but along the lines, uh, I was, I will fully admit, I was a bum. Every job that I had, I only lasted long enough to get a paycheck, and then I was out um, until I met Sierra and realized that I've got someone in my life more important than going out and having fun. I got someone in my life that I want to take care of and be responsible for and I've come a long ways since having her in my life and at one point in my life I I completely disagreed with marriage in general and she has completely changed that point of view I I would certainly hope so when I got married when I met my wife I had no intentions of getting married I was I was fucking 18 when I I left, I went to Montana, and I was all about freaking booze and strippers, that's all. I mean, I was a fucking alcoholic, that's all I was. I was an alcoholic, I went to work every day, and I wasn't drunk at work, but every time that I got home, all I could think about was popping that bottle. And my life was a blur up there. I mean, I had a good time, you know, but do I miss it? There's aspects that I miss, but I don't miss that mentality, lifestyle of that's all life is. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, and I've, I've got friends, you know, Kyler being one of them, that, that can attest. I I never had a job. I never had money. But I never asked for things. It's not like I was, oh, will you get me some food? Oh, will you get me this? Oh, will you get me that? I, I never asked for anything. My friends would buy me food and stuff when we hung out and whatnot, but I never asked for it. But since being with Sierra, I started holding jobs longer started getting about get, getting better about my financial situation being better about holding on to money and having money and it's to the point where now I mean I own my own business considering you've had the same 20 bucks for like three months now yeah I mean I own my own business and we're doing good I mean I would assume you're doing good I hope I didn't climb up two stories you know standing we cam 30, on a roof on Sunday. 30 feet in the air for nothing I mean it's just it's it's been crazy to see the progression I mean cam you didn't know me before I was a bum and Levi knew me before I was a bum <laughs> so I mean Levi and I you know we hung out before you guys got I had, way I'd ever had a job page camp yeah. Seven and days of camping. I mean, camping and shooting birds. And they lost yeah, contact, well, which well, is Well, yeah, funny. They're, they're at Sage Camp, which is a uh, a kind of a legend. It's a legend, and also it's like a rite of passage. Yeah, rite of passage, a tradition. And it will continue a tradition. Uh, so since we're on it, the subject, uh, Sage Camp is a weekend for just the guys. It is no women allowed. No women allowed in camp. That is the number one and only rule in camp: is no women allowed. And uh, that right there is if you bring a woman in camp, you're gone. And it's not a f you to the women necessarily. It's just a this is the one weekend 
that that women aren't allowed for guys to go be guys and just hang out together and go have fun and go do our thing and it's I mean it's two to three days at the most so it's a good time and a lot of fun very learning experience and showing what you're made of because there's a that lot is, of shit given that's true and if you can't take shit then you can't go because there's a lot of it getting dished out and you better expect to dish it out just as much as you can take it. And as long so, as oh, you've been training me, you know, to be Preparation. more, more country, you, we, we have been training my brother just as long. But I have not been near as hard as on him as I have been on you. I know, I'm the fucking guinea pig everywhere. Not, not right? guinea pigs. No, so it's, I, it's, it's rightfully close, so. As close as, we, as close as we become... I've always felt like, and, and oh, with, for sure. with um, a past headbutt, yes. I've always put on you a, a higher standard. Especially considering your dad and my brother, too, and how close as me and your dad got. I've always held you to a higher standard. Oh, yeah. Of, and I realize that. I do. I see it. But, I mean, the thing is, is I feel like. You, we wouldn't be as close if I didn't. Oh, because for sure. Since I put, you I'd still be doing. Standard. I'd still probably be doing some fuck shit if you didn't, if you weren't as harsh on me as you were. So what was really funny was, Junior met Levi at Sage Camp with his dad, and they years kind of and years ago. like years ago, and they lost contact. And then Junior got this job at Furniture Medic and met Cam working with me of all people. And Cam's like, hey, I have this buddy, Levi. And that's when it clicked that they knew each other. Yeah, because Cam was telling me he had took a long weekend. He took Friday off and worked and had a three-day weekend. Did we? And he was telling me about it um, after the fact. And he's like, yeah, I was up, you know, we went bird hunting. And I was like, oh, what for? And he's like, oh, Sage. Sage and I'm like, Jen. oh, no shit. Like, I used to go all the time. Like, you know, who were you up there with? He's like, oh, my buddy Levi invited me. And I was like, no shit, I went hunting with Levi way back in the day. And, you know, after a couple minutes of conversation and me asking him who, like, specifically who he was up there with, you know, I was like, oh, my God, I went up with the same fucking people that you went up with way back in the day. But (laughs) then Junior pussed out and didn't go this year. Ain't that some shit? Hey. I really tried. <laughs> Ooh. That I couldn't have gone if I wanted to. <laughs> well, with me deploying and all that, he couldn't get enough time off of work. I understand that. So There's extenuating circumstances, douchebag. I had to get him. But no, if it says I, anything, I oh, tried I to it. get him to go. I was like, go to stage camp. I'll hang out with Carissa. <laughs> I was like, her and I will hang out. You go. <laughs> Next oh, year, go. 100%. You next better year. tell Chris that her and I are going to hang out. Okay, I will. <laughs> next year. She'll be listening. She'll what, know. <laughs> what else are you thankful for? Well, I'm, I'm extenuating on being thankful for my wife. Uh, Again, my, that's me. My uncle passed away a couple of weeks ago. And um, it's been extremely hard. I've had, I mean, you can, Sierra can attest, she's been to more funerals since she's been with me than the entire priority prior of her life. Uh, this year, I'd like to point out, has fucking sucked. 
It has. It's it's been good in some parts, but for the most part, it has fucking sucked. Wait, really it has. I went to oh. three funerals within a month. Quick question. What's worse, 2020 or 2021? Shit, I don't know, man. 21. That's a, that's a tough one for me. Because 2020, I got dumped. Right? And it's been oh, a year great. and a half since then. I mean, 2020. 2021, I've been to three funerals within a month. It was like all in like July or some shit. I've been to at least one or two funerals almost every year my entire life. Oh, wow. I do not handle death well. I'm, I'm not good about death. But this year especially, I've never had somebody so close to me pass away. I feel I've that. had great-grandmas pass away. I've had grandmas pass away. I've had distant relatives pass away. I'm not good about death. And this year has been probably one of the hardest of all of them. Um, and Sierra has been phenomenal at helping me get past it. With my uncle passing away, I mean... <clears throat> I, I try and help. <laughs> all I can provide is beer and Beyblades. That's, that's like my go-to. Yeah. Uh, him and my cousins have been a huge part of my life growing up. Because, I mean, when, when I lived in Vegas with my family, they lived in Vegas. Uh, we moved around a little bit, ended up in Rigby when I was in fucking third grade. Him and my cousins, him, my aunt, and my cousins all moved to Rigby as well. So, I mean, we've been super close with them my entire life. And it's it's been extremely hard. Um... But Sierra has been phenomenal in just being there for me and helping me through it. And without her, I'd either still be a bum, still be couch hopping, still be, you know, slumming it up, or I'd be six feet under by now, especially after my last harsh breakup. Um, on top of that, I'm extremely thankful for my parents. Just like Levi said, uh, I'm extremely thankful for my mom. She's always been the person who is, I will give my last dollar for my children. I, I, I will always take care of my children before myself. I'm extremely thankful for that. She has shaped me into the person I am today. Um, and my dad. There was a very large portion of my life between Sage Camp, uh, between when we stopped going, and when I started to, you know, talking to Levi again, where I absolutely despised my dad. I, I hated him. Because, you know, I was still caught up on you know my biological funny? dad getting deported, and I was still hung up on, you're not my real dad. And we've overcome our differences to the point where right now I'm in the process of taking his last name. You know what I mean? It's it's been a tough road. I I think that's a huge fucking difference. Number one, number two, a step up from "fuck you, you're not my real dad" to you know what? I'm taking this le- so this man's last name. Ever, ever since I've known Dustin, he's kind of been like the person you don't want to mess with because he doesn't really care. He'll he'll mess with you. He'll beat you up if he needs you know. And so like I wasn't a huge fan of Dustin. And I've never really seen this man cry until our wedding when we announced that we were taking Gifford. That man bawled like a baby. And I'm going to say that right now. I have Dad, witnessed, you, you bawled. I witnessed my dad cry two times in my life. 
Every other time, I know he's cried more than twice since we've known him. Every but every I've, other time, it's been behind closed doors. Every time I've witnessed my dad cry, I have also cried. Bald, just bald. The two I look times, over and see a tear. I'm just like, oh, no. The two times I've witnessed him cry were we had gotten a dog when all of us lived in our apartment before my parents bought their house. And when they bought their house, we moved, brought the dog over, didn't have a fence in, and he got out uh, and got hit by a car. My oh. dad cried when he got hit. When we found out he was dead, buried him on the side of the house. I my dad also bawled. cried when I found out my dog died. And at our wedding, when the we my whole family kept it a secret. Everybody but my dad knew. Since Months. January of this year. Until August 14th, when our officiant grabbed Sierra and I and announced to everybody that Dennis and Sierra are going to become Mr. and Mrs. Gifford. And my dad fucking bawled. That was awesome. It, it is. Was, it was, was awesome. probably one of the best surprises of his life. Um, Until we give him a little Gifford baby. My dad, the only way to describe him is he is the toughest son of a bitch alive. I mean, in my opinion, I mean, he is. I mean, he's 60 years old, and he can fucking throw dirt, or he can fucking toss bells like he's in his fucking 20s. That, I mean, that is true. He's a tough son of a bitch. Is he really and 60? He is 60 years old, yeah. Now I think 61 now. God, and I thought he was like mid to late 50s. There's man. a lot of people that At think, most. There's a lot of people that think that his brother is his dad. I mean, not, <laughs> not, I, I won't say a lot. There was an incident where somebody thought that uh, his brother was his dad. But... I mean, he looked young, which is very promising for me, you know. I mean, <laughs> I mean but uh, he's just a tough son of a bitch. I'd, I mean, I'd, I'd have to agree. I mean, he my is, dad... My dad doesn't try to be intimidating, but he is. To a lot of people, my dad's intimidating. You got two other people in this room that said, and, yeah, and no, you're right. He says, I have never known Craig. Levi's dad to I'm be intimidating. Because I've only ever known him at bird camp. You know, at, at Sage Camp or or <laughs> Dude, at Uncle Carl's family reunion. My first and year of bird camp, we show up pitch fucking black because we had to do some shit prior before we could actually leave and get there. We show up. He's so fucking drunk. Probably one of the top, like... See, exactly. Probably that's, top four I've ever seen my dad drunk. That's why like that. I've never thought of Craig as intimidating. Because bird camp is... You're shit hammered. You're shit hammered. Yeah, exactly. It's like Maggie Jr. Don't talk about it. <laughs> we mentioned enough about Bird Camp. That's it. Like the no only more. the only two things you I'll say about, about Bird it. Camp. You get your rep up and you go there. That's I the only can't. way you know about Bird Camp. I can't go. Well, that sucks to suck. You know. I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. No, even the, I knew the rule when I first met Junior, and we were, he kind of brought up Bird Camp. He's like, "By the way, you can never go." And I was like, "Okay." The cool. simplest way to put it: you get shit hammered. You shoot some birds you have a good time not in That's, the same day not in the same day but the only times i've ever known levi's dad i've ever spent time with levi's dad is sage camp and uncle carl's family reunion you know and both times i almost guarantee homeboy was shit hammered the whole time and i mean it's a good time nonetheless 
That's why I've never been intimidated by him. You know what's but funny? But at the same time, the first time I've never I been met. beat by your dad. But I've been beat by my dad. Well, and I watched, podcast, it, I, watched, I watched Anthony get beat by my dad. But at the same time, my dad has instilled a phenomenal work ethic in myself as well. And part of the reason I was a bum is same. because... Is because I had this whole "you're not my dad" mentality, and so I was like, I was looking for a job when I found this one. I can find another job. I can find another job. I can find another job. Whereas my dad, I mean, he'd leave for six to eight months across country just to do his job and send money home for us, make sure the house was paid. Electricity was paid, water was paid, garbage was paid. Made sure everything was paid for without even being there. I mean, he also missed Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween, New Year's. He missed his fair share of holidays as well. But the only reason he missed those holidays is because he was out making money so that we could have a roof over our head, he, we could have food on the table, we could have the lights turned on. You know, he made sure we were, we were taken care of regardless of what he had to miss. Yeah. I remember in high school, my first ever in-town ballroom competition. Gem State. The whole state of Idaho and a couple of out-of-town, a couple of surrounding states, we had this big ballroom competition. And my dad missed it. Because he was in Reno working. But at the time, I was like, great, you know, of course my parents are missing this. But in the future, with hindsight, I know my parents, you know, my dad at least, was out taking care of the bills and making sure everything was taken care of. So I'm super thankful for my parents. I'm also super thankful for my siblings because, not Anthony... Not Mateo. I love you both, but fuck you both. <laughs> <laughs> There's ghost, the goose! Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Add one I'm super thankful for my sister. Hold on, hold on. While Junior is explaining what he's thankful for, I have to look at Levi and Sierra just Fucking around, just, just flipping each other off six ways from Sunday. It was a great flip off war. <laughs> Trying to listen to this very sentimental story, and I, I couldn't fucking help it. But I'm super thankful Luckily for my sister. Luckily, it's on recording. Yes. <laughs> so you can listen again. I'm super thankful for my sister because through all the trials and tribulations, all the previous deaths and funerals and everything, my sister has always been phenomenal. At making sure our family stays together and holding us together. Um, she's always been the one to take charge and be like, all right, we're going over here on this date. We're doing this and this. She's she's the one who takes care of everything. Um, and I'm super thankful for her. Out of all of my siblings, my sister doesn't live the farthest away. She lives the second farthest away. But... I'm closer to her than I am any of my other siblings, regardless of how much we talk. So, Tori, if you're listening to this, which you fucking better be, I'm super thankful for you. If you're not listening to this podcast, you fucking better be. God.
Damn it. This is our ninth episode. Why the fuck aren't you listening yet? Sierra, uh, thankful. What are you Where thankful do for? I start? So I've had a lot of growing up to do as an adult. I'm aware. <laughs> that's, that's just, so one More thing, than me, surprisingly. And I was a fucking cow chopper. Isn't it funny how so, that shit works? Right. <laughs> so one of the things I'm really thankful for is Junior's family. They've helped a lot. Sunshine's been always the one I can go to when I need a dog. We can't do that while I'm talking because I'll laugh again. <laughs> I'm better at holding my composure than you are. I am not. <laughs> the slip-off war has still been happening, but I can't hold my composure. Um, Sunshine's been a huge part of... For those summer. of you that don't know, my mom is Sunshine. Junior's mom is no, Sunshine. No, my mom. <laughs> um, but she's uh, always the one I can go to whenever I need anything. Whoops. Have a hard time at work, I just go to her. She, I'm like, hey, are you at work? And she's like, yes, but pull up to the back. And she'll she's meet, like pit boys, you know. She, just... She'll meet me in the back and let me just cry in my truck and just talk about life. Your and truck? Junior's truck. Um, our truck. <laughs> <laughs> That's how um, shit works. But we'll talk and just hang it's, out. It's our truck, Everything but it's her awesome. Jeep. Junior's family has played a huge role in my life. They've always accepted me as family, pushed me towards the limits of, I don't want to hug anyone when I leave. And then they make me hug everyone. To the I point leave. where every time we go to my parents' house, my dad pulls out two shot glasses, one for <laughs> himself and one for Sierra. And I'm like, hey, douchebag, where's mine? I'm your son. And I'm like, no, you're driving. <laughs> They've played a huge part. They've always accepted me as family. And no. I could not... I don't condone drinking and driving, but one shot isn't going to fucking kill you. No, but it's just Dustin and I's thing, you know? You don't... You don't. It's become right. their thing. Right. Yeah. I don't get... It has. I don't get included in any of the shots. But they've always accepted me as family, and I can't thank them enough for always letting me in their house. When I was out of my parents' house, they were like, you're not sleeping on the streets, like come sleep at our house and let me move in and even though Dustin and I butted heads we nowadays it's just I'll go over and while Junior's out of town he'll cook me a steak and just like you're my daughter you know Junior you don't get one have a tea no he was (laughs) no Junior was out of town and I said hey I'm kind of missing Junior I don't want to be at her studio alone so they came they come over and he's cooking me a steak Like, yeah, they, whenever Junior's gone or I'm having a hard time, they just, come over. That's awesome. Everyone has a bad rap about in-laws, and I will go over to their house to hang out. Like, (laughs) and another person I'm really thankful for is my brother, Taylor. Everyone has said I'm most like Taylor. I tell you what, it's been a phenomenal journey watching Sierra and my dad's relationship. Because it went from, it started at the point of... Like, they would never talk to each other. My dad would, like, bitch about what Sierra was doing and this and that. But he would never bring any of it up to her. And then... I'm pretty sure he was intimidated by me. That's what Sunshine says. It went from that to now, I mean, they're fucking BFFs. Can Can we talk about how... How differently Dustin acted towards me when we, when we first met. 
Do you re- you remember this clearly, don't you? Yes. Like, Part of it's I, Anthony's I, fault. Yeah, but, but he would... T- Junior and Anthony would always talk about, oh, he's so mean, blah, 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 blah. And the moment I stepped in the house, he was the nicest goddamn person I have ever met. He's like the most courteous. Dude, the first it time was, I met was, him, he gave was, me a drill bit. But no, no, it was—it's the weirdest thing. I don't know if it was because just because I was a guest, or if it was just because I was big. <laughs> it's, it's because you were a big guest. I hope when when, we, when Anthony and I both hung out with you, that was back when we both absolutely hated our dad. And I mean, we were both teenage boys. It was our stepdad. I mean. We, he had every reason to be as hard on us as he was. We had every reason to not like him that we did. But back then, it was, we hate this guy. He's so mean. He's such an asshole. He's such a douchebag. He's such a jerk. And that's all our friends heard. And, I mean, we hung out with Kyler. And then when Kyler actually started coming over to our pa- house... Our parents were super kind to him, super nice, because our parents were like, our, we're going to be hard on our kids, but their friends are guests in our home. So obviously, we're going to be as, as courteous as we can to guests in our home. So Kylo hears all these, he's such an asshole, he's such a jerk, he did this, he did that, he did this, he did that. So he comes over expecting our dad to be like this incorrigible douchebag and he's like oh hey bud how are you doing you know do you want anything you want something to drink you want something to eat you know like here have a seat you know what's going on how's your day how's school going how's this how's that and he's like what the fuck are these guys talking about so I'm really mad at words Junior can attest this I'm bad at saying she's fucking horrible but I can't thank Junior's family enough Especially Tori, Teo, Anthony, Sunshine, Dustin. Like, I love them all so much. They are my family. Junior and I get in arguments because I say, let's go to, what do I say, my parents? And he's like, you mean my parents? I'm like, sorry, our parents? <laughs> it's like, it's... It's not even that. You say, oh, we're going to my parents' house. And I was like, oh, Mike and Dion's? And she's like, no, my parents. And I'm like, oh, you mean my parents? And I'm like, no, She's like, no, 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 no. My parents. And I'm like, okay, we'll settle on our parents, but I'm not uh, I'm not okay with you but claiming them as just your parents. As you, I was also you, saying... I was, I was thinking that you guys, you have a phenomenal relationship with your in-laws. Yeah. Like, amazing. Like, something that's to be aspired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Compared to everybody else that absolutely hates their in-laws. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But another person I'm really thankful for is my brother, Taylor. We lived with him for a bit. I wasn't doing the best. Junior and I were just starting dating. We kind of just... We kind of butted heads, but... Everyone... So, I have 11 siblings. But there's the... Jesus Christ. Five main, like, Hillmans. Mm -hmm. And then the rest are Pickets. But we call all of us Hicketts. Hillman and Hicketts. And Hicketts, yeah. I don't know. I came up with this on New Year's, okay? Well, why not Pillmans? Hicketts. Hillman's always for... Got it. Got but it. No, out of, like, the Hillman family, Taylor, everyone's like, you're most like Taylor. You're most like Taylor. And so, he's always the one I can go to. 
um, I always aspired to be a parent he is because he has three kids. Always wanted the family relationship he has. He's the one I always looked up to. And I couldn't ever express that. And he always makes jokes. I mean, he's my older brother. <laughs> you know? I'm the first girl. They always make fun of me. I love my dad so much and my stepmom. Like, my dad has made a lot bigger part in my life and has actually reached out, which meant a lot to me. And he's gone when I'm trying to say this. <laughs> so another huge thing is Junior. Always, always been my rock. He's the one who's pulled me out of my bad times. I was in a really dark place. I was very suicidal and kind of just didn't want to be anymore. And he's the one who pulled me out, made me get the help, and now I'm happy to be alive, which is crazy to think. Damn straight. If I would have looked back three years, I would have wanted to be dead. Didn't know what I'd be doing at the age of 21. Didn't even think I'd make it at 22. <laughs> I didn't think I'd live to 21. I'm not going to lie. I didn't think I'd even live to 19. Like, I was I was very suicidal and needed help, and he's the one who pushed me to get it. And now I'm like, I'm happy to be alive, which is very weird because a lot of the times I was not. All throughout high school, I wasn't. Yeah, there was a point in my life I was very actively trying to end it. Um, and, you know, since we've been together, I didn't think I was going to make it to 18. I didn't think I was going to make it to 19, let alone next month I'm turning 23. Jesus, fuck you're old. Yeah, I didn't... <clears throat> I... What does that make me? Ancient? Absolutely. Alright. Fucking dinosaur. Anyone older than me is old. <laughs> Fuck you. But it's one of those things like neither one of Fair. us Fair. Neither one of us thought we'd make it this far in life. And we're both kind of just winging it, but we're winging it together. Yeah, and with the friend group I've created, Kim, Kyler being a huge part of it. It's, it's weird to think that I am now happy in my life, and that doesn't even cross my mind. I'm happy with where I am. I couldn't imagine a better friendship. I always complained to Junior that I didn't have girlfriends, and like, but girls are kind of like it. You don't need girlfriends. But then I get Kyler and Cam in my hey, life. Hey, the three of us in this house will gladly do face masks and paint our nails with you. And if we have done a face we, mask party. I I missed that one. Yeah. I was at Levi's. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> how, how about that? <laughs> but made them all do face masks, and it's great because they they know I get emotional, but they just hug me, and they're like, you'll get over this shortly. But I can also be like, hey, Junior's kind of being a dick, and they're like, yeah, you're right. And then they'll be like, no, you're kind of crazy. They kind of knock me in a sense, and I couldn't be thankful Enough for Cam and Kyler. Either that or go beat up Junior. I will gladly admit I'm an asshole, but I'm funny about it, so that makes it okay. But I'm also thankful for Kaylee, my little sister. Kaylee's a big one. Kaylee's a huge one. We still need to get her on here. Yeah. Kaylee, I know you listened to the podcast because we made you gag one. (laughs) (laughs) There's already been one when Levi was talking about his wife. It was yeah. me. So when we did the podcast, well, I, I think it was our last episode, if not the one before, I was talking about my cousin, who will actually puke if people dry heave around her. 
That was e- yeah. I'm with you there. That was either the last one or number one of seven. Our, one of I our very recent ones. Um, so it was either seven or eight. It was eight. It was probably, one of our recent it was ones. Probably six or seven. Where I talked about my cousin eight. who dry heaves when she hears she'll she'll actually puke when pe- when she hears people dry heave. So we all started dry heaving. <laughs> so for like the 30, 30 seconds straight, we're like. <laughs> so then my sister calls me. She was listening to it at work. <laughs> And I was telling the story. <laughs> she's making dinner for her residents. She works at a senior living home. And listening as to her new favorite up, podcast. At her new favorite podcast, Hypothetical Trainwreck. Um, and as her residents lined up to get their dinner, she's listening to our podcast. And we all start dry heaving. So she dry heaves loudly in front of all of her and residents. she called me. She's mad. And I was like, sorry, I'm at work. I gotta go. But she always... We don't sorry, hang out not as, sorry. We don't hang out as much as I want to. But whenever I do need her or whenever she needs me, we're right there. You know? Especially with last year, my mom passing. Like, it just... It was rough. It was rough on her. She was the closest. She wasn't like old enough to see everything that happened but when we all got pulled away and so for her it was was hard it was hard and I remember once she called Junior and I at like 11.30 at night and I had to work in the morning I had to be at work at 7.30 and I said okay I'll be right there that was actually on the anniversary of your mom passing close to it was very close to it wasn't on it but she called and was like I'm, I'm having a hard time and I told Junior to my rock and I was like hey Kaylee's having a hard time can we go get her and he's like yeah for sure like he had to work in the morning too and we went and we drove her around got her to calm down cause that's what pals do um if you don't homie know, support homies no no no, 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 no. Kaylee Always. and I are pals which stands pals. for Kaylee no, no 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 before you tell that when Sierra and I first started dating and I started meeting her family. Me and her sister hit it off. We're we're tight as hell, right? And she claimed me as her pal. And after like two months of just, we called each other pal. She's like, do you even know what pal means? And I'm like, no, I have no idea. Like, pal, it means like buddy. Like, we're friends. Right, that's what you think. And she's like, no, pal stands for personal ass licker. And I was like, I am honored to be your pal. And it has kept up ever since. I'm married now, and I'm still pals with Sierra's sister. That sounds so bad. Yeah, I cannot express how bad that sounds. If that's the case, I am pals with, like, a lot of people then. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. just make it worse! I could just go on and on and for it, but a lot of people. Ass lickers. I mean, just fucking. Those ass lickers. Ass lickers, dog. Thankful for every one of my pals up in this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Big Mama, what are you thankful for? She hasn't finished, dude. As I was saying, (laughs) there's a lot of people I'm thankful for. I could go on and on, but a lot of people that I have previously mentioned has helped me grow up and kind of just made me get straight and been like, you know, this is what you need. And they've been there and have helped me through it all. And I'm so happy that they're in my life. 
Now we can continue. <laughs> Big moment. Your turn. <laughs> this is so sweet. If I had to say anyone on the top of the list, it would probably be my parents. Because I'm over with. I thought I would be at the top of the list. You're telling me <laughs> we've been best friends for what fucking eight years now? And I've known my parents for I don't know my entire life. <laughs> like literally his entire life. <laughs> um No, my my dad has taught me just about everything I know. The man, the myth, the legend, John Cottle. John Cottle. I was gonna say when you were talking about your dad, like tough motherfuckers. One. I'm sorry, everyone. I went to set my headphones down because I had to piss, and I was gonna try and like sneak a link off of it. Boop! Technical difficulties. Well, I set my headphones down. Apparently, enter is the fucking shut off button. No, absolutely not. Goose fucking problem. <laughs> Anyways, Kyler, the man, the myth, the legend, the person, the John most, Cottle. John Cottle, the people you're most thankful for. Your dad being a badass motherfucker. Yeah, he is. He's. You could definitely attest to it. I can. There's there's lots of stories that you could tell about John Cottle. I don't know if he'll ever listen to this. But. One of the first times I was over at your house, besides D&D, well, that night led to D&D. He's like, hey, you, big man, come here. I'm like, huh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I helped him carry a treadmill downstairs. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, that was, that was like the coincidentally, first... we were working on Junior's truck. Dude, I'm not even surprised. Oh, I remember oh. that. I it was one of the first times. I forgot to say something about my dad. Sorry. My dad looks like Billy Ray Cyrus. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He and does. All, all like these a chubby Billy Ray Cyrus. Levi can't... I don't know if you've seen my dad, but everyone else can say, yeah, right, he looks like Billy Ray Cyrus. So, a, a quick side story about John, Kyler's dad, is... We, I hope he listens to this. I hope so too. Tell him to listen to this podcast. At listen, least. listen to. Hi, John. Nine. So, myself, Kyler, and our two friends. <laughs> Levi's dealing with the reaction. With the reaction <laughs> I have a picture of, of my dad. <laughs> he looks like Billy Ray Cyrus. Don't break my heart. My achy breaky heart. Hey, we don't want to get copyrighted. Understand it. Tell me. So, we mentioned Billy Ray Cyrus. We're good. We're good. Kyler, our two friends, Seth and Tanner, and myself, are all playing pool in Kyler's parents' basement because they have they have a pool table, a full size pool table. Good times. So our good star here, as of course always here. Uh, Kyler, also known as Hannah Montana, is... <laughs> <laughs> but we were we were playing pool, and we're all just hanging out, bullshit, and having a good time as a couple of, as a few teenagers do. And <laughs> all of a sudden, <laughs> Kyler's dad walks downstairs and comes around the corner loading a shotgun. All four of us pin ourselves to the wall. And we're like, all right, John, we're leaving. You could have just said so. 
And he cocks the shotgun and goes, get the fuck out of my house. Walks outside, shoots a hawk, and walks back upstairs. John Cottle's a bad bitch. And I know Levi, you would have the utmost respect for this man. I haven't tried his grilling yet, so I'm still upsetting. Big mama. I'm still upsetting. Who else are you thinking for? Um, or what else? Or what else? <laughs> who or what else are you thinking? We've all said who. Mm. They've got chickens. Well, also, they've got My mom, for sure. You know, she's been there with me through a lot, and I can, I can literally talk to her about anything if I wanted to. Might not get the response I'm looking for, but, you know. She'll like when you microwave the turkey? She'll set me straight. Yeah. So, okay. The story, <laughs> story goes back. There's this meme that's been floating around the internet. And Levi, and, if you haven't, and your mom's not going to listen to this before you do, definitely do this. So, so you, you call your mom. Yeah. Call your mom up. And be like, or parent. Your no. parent, whoever. You know, parent, guardian, whatever. Whoever's in charge of you. Or who was in charge of you. And say, hey, how do I microwave a turkey? How long do I how microwave, long do I microwave, how microwave long a turkey? How long do I microwave a turkey? <laughs> you know, uh, ju- Junior's Junior's mom was no, no, no. Sierra's m- stepmom was trying to, you know, help her and like instruct her on how to no, do it. Cam's, Cam's Levi googled it. Cam Cam's mom. No. Cam's Levi. <laughs> Levi did not Google shit. <laughs> listen, listen. Cam's mom, mom googled it. My mom cussed me out, called me a fucking idiot, and then proceeded to Google it. <laughs> Alright? She's like, if you're gonna be stupid, at least be smart about it. My mom immediately went on the, Junior, you're a fucking idiot. When I called my dad, my dad tells me, you're not microwaving a fucking turkey. You're not that stupid. And I was like, damn it. My <laughs> you mom- saw right through the facade. Damn it, Dad. Thanks My for mom just wanted to see how it would turn out. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, send me pictures. So I found some pictures on Google of a turkey that's cooked on the outside and not cooked on the inside. Kyler's mom saw through it. She's immediately like, you saw right through figure something else out for dinner. You're not microwaving a turkey. Do something else. <laughs> Order food. Yeah. Order some pizza or something. You're not microwaving a turkey no and she's she's definitely talking a lot about life and um then there's probably my my grandparents you know who are there there for me through whatever whenever if i need help with anything and then that leaves my friends let's see who do I put on top of that list? I don't know. I'd be happy to be on that list. Oh yeah, you're definitely on the list. I yes. just don't know. I just don't know who would be on top of that list. See, it's well, gotta, it, fuck you too. It's gotta it be. Shouldn't... It's gotta be Gia Sierra. <laughs> it's. It shouldn't be a list. No, it's, it's not. Fuck you. Hey, it's just I'm just happy I'm on that list. I am. <laughs> I my I have a very apparent list. What? No, my no. One of my like, there's a few, there's a few people that I've been best friends with for a very long time. Junior, me being the first on that list. <laughs> Carter and uh, Tanner, 
they've all, you know, been there for me through a lot. And I mean a lot. Like, there, there have been times where, you know, I, I don't think I would have still been here necessarily if it wasn't for them. One of them actually caused me to almost do that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I want to say... Hey, that's a big box over there. (laughs) I want to say probably... I want to say probably not, but also probably me. No, it wasn't you. Thank God. Because I I know... You probably know the fight that I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. Okay. No, it it wasn't that. It It was an incident in high school with Carter. Where my sophomore year, he was being an absolute dickhead to me. And, like, my only best friend just suddenly flipped the table on me and was being an absolute asshole to me. So, it's just kind of like I was in that headspace, you know? But I get you. I've been in that headspace. Mine was after a breakup, but I feel you. No, I know. I, I Yeah, but I'm, thank, I'm thankful for all of my friends that I have. And it's just... Uh, I wouldn't be who I am today without anyone else in my life. Now, moving on to Cam, who are you thankful for? Who or what? Were, were you done? Yeah, I'm done. Oh, okay. Who and or what are you thankful for? <laughs> to answer both of those questions, what? Thankful for food and alcohol. Of course. Right, Sounds about right. <laughs> let, me, let me point that out right now. You give me pizza and beer, I'm your dirty little slut. I'll do pretty much anything you want. Who? Definitely my parents, obviously. That seems to be the most common theme for the night is parents, right? Because they brought you up, made you who you are today, for the most part. All right? And the relationship I have with my dad now is un... uh, uncomparable to in incomparable yes thank you to what it was six years ago same I mean I I feel that I truly feel that from the bottom of my heart of uh, who I am now with my dad I mean he's the closest guy friend that I can tell I never thought I would be able to tell the things that I'm able to tell my dad now right that I I do tell him, like, we talk about things, he tells me things that I never thought that a father and son could tell each other. I feel right? like <laughs> anything that I've done in my life, that all I could think of is, oh, my oh, my dad's going to be so pissed, or my dad's going to be so upset, or not understand, and we're able to talk about it. And he understands, and we talk about it, and we laugh, or we say, you know, we learn from this experience. And he tells me stories that I've never heard, and I tell him stories that he's never heard. And we become so close that I honestly believe there's almost nothing I couldn't tell my dad. Listen, I understand completely, but that's a segment for later. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> but, um, you know... From my dad, he's given me an incredible work ethic. And how to deal with certain shit. From my mom, I would definitely say I got my heart from my mom. 
you know, it's it's both a blessing and a curse. But I I like to believe I'm one of the most compassionate people to be around. You know, I I understand most situations and I try and help out every single way that I can. And with with Levi and I hanging out for the past three years now, it's I I have tried to pitch in and get him special stuff. You know, when I can, when I have the money, it that that's just for me. That's partially how I I show my affection. Is love language. My giving love language, yes. No, no. Your love language is what you... you that's how you express your love. I like touch. Towards, towards okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna point that out. I like touch. No, no, but, no, no, no. But touch no. clarification, Cameron gifts. does not touch me and I do not touch him. Sure. Are you sure about this? Sure. Yes, absolutely. Sure. No matter how many beers in, no. <laughs> no matter Cam- how many beers in grooming, the answer is no. No. This is a hard no. Pizza and beer, Cam, that's grooming. <laughs> With enough beer and compliments. Cam, that's gro- <laughs> We had to explain to Cam what grooming was. Yeah. But besides my parents, I want to give a huge, huge shout out To my partner in crime, my brother, Levi. Three years, and I couldn't be more thankful for what he has done for me and with me. And to him. And to me. (laughs) (laughs) On the real though, um, Cameron... I consider you a brother. When I, I mean, one thousand percent. I Ab- mean, absolutely. There's yes, been so much had that has happened, and yes, there has a, been a headbutting situation where there was a come to Jesus moment, and I mean, yeah, there honestly, honestly though, was with with that though, and a problem has occurred, a understanding and a respect for each other, and have become so close. That, I mean, I really do believe when we're hanging out, people think we're actually brothers. Because, I mean, I, I feel that way. And, um, I mean, I we, would do anything for him. Geez, sometimes really Cam will say, like, brother and stuff. And the way he talks about you, I think you're brothers. Even though I know you aren't. You and know, honestly, really in the last three years. Because even when I'm talking to somebody that I describe him as my brother, I'm going to say... My brother Cameron, because like I know they don't know that we're actually brothers. Like, oh, your brother, like, like your bro- blood brother, and I mean, in a way, we are blood we, brothers. In a way, we kind of are. We, you but, know, we uh, did the deal. Yep. Fucking cut the hand and everything. Um, the blood was thin, if that's any consolation. But <laughs> I mean, uh, we've been through some shit. We've been through some fucking shit, and on recent episodes you know anywhere from newlyweds to now 
uh, Levi has been mentioned in one way or another. We used to work together. We worked together for, what, two, three years? I'm the crazy son of a bitch that used to climb up the stacks and not give a fuck. Yes. <laughs> so he listens. Yeah, yep. good. Yeah, He's listen. one of our main listeners. Are you fucking kidding me? He goes to sleep. Like, he'll listen to it. And then he just keeps pressing, like, play just to sleep, just to get his place. <laughs> That's why I go to work. Go to work and come back home. Listen to... Hypothetically. Yep. Absolutely. Anywhere you listen to your podcast. <laughs> Pretty much. I, w- I agree with you 100%. Oh, man, that was a sly plug. If, you have, if I've ever heard one. <laughs> was, I mean, I, I really do feel like we're brothers. I would do anything for you. Absolutely. I appreciate the fuck out of you. I, I appreciate... Every time you're willing to learn, and every time you're willing to listen, and uh, every time you're there for me, you know, and even on the weekly of just work bullshit, you know, being able to talk to each other about stuff and just kind of talk about what's going on in each other's lives, and I feel like I'm able to talk to you about, you know, what's going on, and I always know you're there to listen and, and not even really talk back, and... Likewise, you know, I'll always listen to you, even if you don't need someone to say something back, just listen to what you're saying and hear you and just be able to speak freely and be able to get shit out of your system. See, <clears throat> having that person to just vent to is I monumental. I'm a phenomenal number two, all right? That I can say about myself. I'm a phenomenal number two. I can lead with direction, you know? Like, me giving orders, I can lead from there. But as far as, like, hey, this is what we need to do, blah, 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 nah, I'm, I'm all right at. You know, but I am a phenomenal number two. Hey, this is what gets needs to get done. This is who needs to do what, get it done. Cam's on top of it. For sure. Like, when we started this podcast, I was told specifically... Listen, this was your idea, so you need to take the reins. So here I am as host of the podcast. Hypothetical train wreck anywhere you listen to your podcast. <laughs> anywhere you listen to your podcast. Yes. What else are you thankful for? I know I haven't been mentioned yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> Sierra's waiting for us. I'm waiting for the go on. (laughs) And then? And who else? I got this giant neon sign right here. (laughs) Pick me, pick me! (laughs) Um, As part of my personality, I am a protector. Right? I am a giver and a protector. So those in need that are close to me, I am absolutely there for. You know, Sierra's kind of had a shit week personally. And me as her friend, I've just, I've tried to be there just for her. You know, just, just to... (laughs) What the fuck? Kyle's drinking a truly and he's just like But But Server shutting down But I personally 
personally believe fuck that uh, I am definitely a giver of helpfulness emotions services you know just kind of an all around I'm here to help and so in a sense I guess I'm thankful for the opportunities to help other people especially you know those in need those close to me and you know making them feel good makes me feel good in return not like that you dirty fuck (laughs) well I feel like there's not a good way to segue into there really isn't a good way well, so I wanted to say another thing I thought about. Sorry, this broke. But when my mom passed away, unfortunately, the whole 21 years, I never met my grandma, Gloria. And when she passed away, I remember having to give this whole life story about my mom, which I really didn't know what to tell. Because it was a rough, rough life with her. But she did have her good moments. But it's hard to look at the good moments over the bad moments. And so having to figure out these good moments. And I remember giving the speech and getting ready to give this talk to all my family about my mom. And I show up to this. To this it was kind of like more of a celebration of life we did. And I remember my dad showed up and said, this is your grandma. Never met her in 21 years. And since that interaction with her, she has not missed a beat of Easter, my birthday, any holiday, any holiday. She has sent Junior and I a greeting card over email. And, like, I've never really been able to have a conversation with her and meet her. And so I am so thankful for her to be willing to give up the past because I don't know the relationship or what happened with my parents and her that made it so I couldn't meet her but she was able to give that up to finally have a moment with her grandchildren and now her great great grandchildren to where this this Saturday I'm having or Friday I don't even know Saturday (laughs) we have so many things Saturday because Friday we have Friendsgiving so we have so many Thanksgiving plans where she actually set a date behind Thanksgiving to make sure we can all meet her. And this is the first dinner I'm having with my grandma at the age of 22. And I'm so thankful that she was able to put all that aside just to have moments with us and finally meet her grandchildren and stuff. And I'm so thankful for that. And I just had to add that because it made me think of her and couldn't I don't know what I would do because I this whole time I thought she was dead and to finally meet her I'm like holy cow I have another grandma you're not dead you're not dead (laughs) Um, no for real though I I feel that and it's it's just so great to say like oh I have Thanksgiving with my grandma but you know first actual dinner I'm having with her and it's great to finally have that connection after 22 years to have with her and just 
go and just see who like Lisa was. Like, see more about my mom. And it's hard to segue into any other topic, but I have something that's been eating me alive. So Levi and Kim have always talked about this TK story, <laughs> and I've never heard of it. So oh. I have to hear this TK story. We're now you getting into the. You are in for a treat. I've heard this so, a good handful of times. What is the ultimate, the ever so long, just TK story? So TK stands for turkey killer. Which I thought it was a person. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I am the person. I am TK. Okay. He is a living so, embodiment of um, turkey killer. Uh. So, when I turned 21, uh, I went and bought a tall boy for my 21st birthday. As one does. And, as one does. And, as yeah. one does, yeah. Or I go to the bar, but really, I didn't go to the bar. I didn't really have anyone Really the fast. I turned 21 during COVID, so I couldn't go to a bar. So I went to buy a six-pack. And so, the first Maverick didn't card me. <laughs> so Junior and I drove to another Maverick just so I could get carded. Anyway, sorry. Side topic. You're good. So, um, I didn't really have anything planned for my 21st, and no one else did, so I uh, I went to the gas station, got a tall boy, and that was that. Well, uh, two weeks later, um, I had some some people that I knew that ended up being my bar buddies, I'll call them, because the only time we hung out was at the fucking bar, and... I started going religiously, um, in a sense that, I mean, it was every other day, every weekend for sure, and <laughs> my first time, I mean, I got shit face plastered, I mean, shit face plastered, great time, uh, probably one of the top ten drunkest I've ever been in my life, then, uh, a uh, little while after being 21, you know, uh, going into the huge of going to the weekend, start drinking. Well, my brother Colt at the time, I was living with my my best friend at the time, and he'll always be a big special place in my heart is uh, Jake Van Leeuwen. I mean, he was a big part of my life growing up. Every trouble that uh, we got caught and didn't get caught for was with him. Uh... <laughs> Great fucking friend of mine. I mean, we've we've got so many fucking stories. I mean, the, one of the first times I ever got drunk was me and him drinking Jack Daniels honey fucking whiskey on the bank fishing. Fucking stashed a bottle of no, that Jack just Daniels like honey whiskey. Time. Oh fuck, man, it was such a good time. We stole a fucking bottle from his parents' course bottle of Jack Daniels honey whiskey. And uh, stashed up in the tackle box, went fishing, fucking started passing the bottle back and forth, drunker than two fucking hoot owls, just having a good time. <laughs> Wait, what is hoot? <laughs> it's a, it's an older expression of being drunk off your ass. Okay. Anyways, good. No, okay. So, so going back real quick to uh, Levi is not part of our generation. He is absolutely an old soul, right? Like you would think. But besides his looks, you would think he's in his thirties. <laughs> I would. 
I would get up at... With the previous generation. I would get up at 5, 5.30 in the morning, go drink my coffee, watch Mountain Man or a fucking Western, and drink my coffee, and heat up my back with a fucking heater, and get ready for work. That's what I would do for my daily routine. <laughs> you know not, his ultimate I, goal is to buy a fucking lazy boy recliner? That's not no bullshit either. Like, that is that is top of my agenda, is to have a basket full of fucking socks with my boots right by my chair so I could just get up, watch my fucking TV, and drink a coffee, put my socks on, get ready for work. Like, that is, that is what I want. But, uh... My buddy Jake and me, we go way back. I mean, we got in so much fucking trouble together. And so much, we had so much fun. There was one time, so we were walking through this town. Uh, and when lights were off, I mean, you were fucking home. Allegedly. But, <laughs> uh, you just go home, wait fucking two hours for the parents to start banging, and then, you know, sneak out. But, allegedly. Anyway. So, <laughs> so uh. We had so much fun together. I mean, we, we did all kinds of crazy shit. Had a lot of fun. Got into a lot of not trouble. What we should have gotten in trouble for, but never got caught for. See, my parents always thought I was a good kid. And I was just good at not Keyword getting caught. I was, I was good at not getting caught. So, uh, anyways, going to the TK story. Um, he wasn't able to make it. He wasn't 21 to go to the bar. And uh, he was out working, I, th- I think, in Driggs at the time. But his older brother was there, and his brothers were just like a brother to me because the only way I was introduced to Jake was by um, my brother Casey, who was my, my actual blood brother, um, same parents. And uh, he introduced me to uh, Mike, which was his best friend at the time. And that's where I met Jake. And uh, the middle child would be Cole. And Cole, he's a fucker, but I love the guy. I do. I really do. I mean, he is... We've talked about shit that we haven't told anybody, and we've bonded in our own ways, and he respected the fuck out of Casey and really liked the hell out of Casey, and I love the fuck out of Cole. I really do. I love I love Mike, Vernon, and, and Cole and Jake Van Leeuwen so much. They're all a part of my family, I feel like. So anyway, this... One Saturday, I get up, and uh, I go to Cole's bedroom. I fucking knock on his door and kick the door down. I'm like, all right, motherfucker, we got to do something today. I don't want to sit at home all day and do nothing, and we got to go do something. And he said, all right, let's go to my my, uh, friend's Eric's house. Let's go fucking chill around. And Eric, he's a fucking cool dude. So we go fucking hang around, and we're watching TV and shit. And I'm like, fuck, man, I mean, this is great and everything, but I want to go do something. I mean, this is just fucking sitting around watching TV and shit. I could do this shit at home. And I said, all right, I got my forerunner, and I got a, a hitch I can put in that we could put a flag in. We could be legal and everything, go to the sand dunes out in St. Anthony, and go drive around and fuck around and have fun, and uh, deflate the tires, go drive on the sand dunes, and then air them back up when we drive home. And he said, yeah, man, that'd be cool. Let's do that. But first, it's my uh, buddy's Corey's birthday. We got to go go fucking visit there and go go say hi. I'm like, all right. 
Well, we're rolling up in his fucking black, big, jacked-up truck. Fucking tinted-ass windows. No one can see shit inside of the cab. And <laughs> I can't see shit out of this Everyone knows it's cold, but no one knows I'm there. So, I'm good with it. I don't give a shit. We're going to go say hi to this guy. I've never been to this house in my fucking entire life. Never been there. Don't know... I know a handful of people that I've met at either drinking, going to the bar and shit, or done other shit with, or has been to Jake's house in the past, but I don't really know anybody there. So, Cole's oldest brother, uh, Mike, walks up, and as the window rolls down, I can hear people talking about, I'll give you a fifth if you kill that turkey. I'll give you a, I'll give you a fucking 12 rack if you kill that fucking turkey, just talking all this shit, and... And uh, Mike walks up. said, they're going to give you a fucking fifth if you kill that turkey. To Cole. And Cole's like, fuck that, you know, fuck that shit, whatever. And there's this turkey in the fucking corner pacing back and forth. Well, I'm in the passenger seat going, well, will they give me a fifth if I kill that turkey? And Mike's like, yeah, fuck yeah, you know, go for it. You kill that fucking turkey, they're going to give you a fucking fifth or a six rack or fucking whatever the fuck you want, you know, go kill that son of a bitch. So... Meanwhile, my buddy Boots, hmm. one thumb Boots Ellsworth, <laughs> is talking to the owner of this turkey, which is a Hispanic lady that um, was a gift from her brother that had passed away. And uh, so when Cole walk, um, drives up, you know, and they see the truck, and Boots is going, oh, this is Cole. Mike's going to walk up to him and tell him to kill this turkey, but he's not going to do it. Well, after I talked to Mike and about killing this turkey, and he said, yeah, fuck it, I'll give you a fifth. I open the door, and I start walking towards that motherfucker. And Boots says, you see that guy right there? That guy's going to kill your fucking turkey. And the only thing she said is when I passed is, fight it fair, no knife. And I was shrugged it off as like, fuck, okay. I grabbed that motherfucker by both hands, and I start stringing. I'm trying to ring it like it's a pheasant or a chicken, you know, trying to fucking wing it out in front of me, or, or ring it, like, past my knees, but it's so goddamn fucking big being a turkey, and its neck's so fucking long, it's hit my fucking knees. So I gotta start <laughs> propping up like a goddamn fucking airplane from fucking World War II, and I start spooling that motherfucker up, and I'm swinging and swinging, and I drop that motherfucker to the ground, and it picks his head back up, grab it again, and I start swinging around, swinging around like a fucking airplane from World War II, and then I fucking throw it down on the ground, step on its legs, rip off its fucking head, throw it on the ground. Oh my god. And everybody is looking at me. Because I have not said hi to nobody. I've not looked at anybody. All I did was go up and kill this fucking turkey. And uh, I found out that a, a guy that I knew, drinking buddy called Rockwood, has got video of this turkey and I'm going to try to get a hold of it. I will not release it, but I will try to get a hold of it for my own personal use because uh, I've been after this for a long time. But uh, but that was, that was that. I mean, I killed it. And the lady that owned the turkey, she was really upset. She walked inside because obviously it was a gift from her brother. And I didn't know that at the time. Everyone was like, whoa, that was fucking badass. Except for her, she went in and had a shot with her husband and uh, she went inside and cried for a little bit and then he showed me like I started talking with the old man he was showing me the spur marks on his leg 
they weren't able to go feed their own chickens because this turkey was fucking fighting them every time that he went outside. And so after that, I felt a lot better about not killing it. And she made me fucking carnitas that night. And I drank all night long, like literally till 7 o'clock in the morning. I fucking drank for free all fucking night long. It was one of the best nights I've ever fucking had. It was a fucking shit ton of fun. And after we started going to the bars and we started our own chat online through uh, Facebook and Messenger, um, I was known as Turkey Killer. And every time we went to the bar, my buddy Boots had to tell that story every fucking time. Someone asked me, how'd you get your name Turkey Killer? And so that is one of the names so, I have. So I did not know how this TK story was gonna turn out. That that's that's not what I was expecting. I wasn't expecting anything, but that was not it. <laughs> that's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, the first time I heard the story, I was number one in awe. Number two, laughing my fucking ass off. The moral of the stories that my friends would say is. Don't tell Levi that he won't, because he will. That's if you would... say that, go till that fucking turkey, I'm going to do it. If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to fucking do it. That's... And I am going to fucking do it to the T. That's Junior with no balls. Yep. That really is. Well, we still need to learn sign language, by the way. I've been That's why on his ears are gauged. So, oh, shit. When... You've, been, you've been working on it? Yes. Oh, I have not. When my parents and I... And my siblings lived in our apartment before we moved into the par- the house my parents own. Um, we were setting up the Christmas tree one year, and I made a joke about piercing my ears with the ornaments. And Tori, my sister, looks at me and is like, "You wouldn't. You're not gonna do that. You won't." So I walked into the bathroom immediately after that and pierced both of my ears with Christmas ornaments. Like. Never pierced before. You use the fresh to... virgin earlobes. Oh, I used an ear. Uh, oh my god! A Christmas ornament to pierce both of them. That's sanitary. Don't try this at home. Do folks. not do that. <laughs> Zero out of ten would not recommend. Don't <laughs> use Christmas ornaments. If you've pierced your ears before, and had them pierced for a while, and they're healed over from the piercing, so you've got the tunnel, but not the whole channel all the way through if you want to give it a shot we can't exactly stop you but if you have virgin ears do not I mean, use ornaments that's what they use at Claire's it's just a regular virgin ornament. ornaments welcome to Christmas motherfucker they use they use blunt like a Christmas earrings. Earrings. and they just shove it through your ears so I mean it was not a good experience but I looked fly as hell that Christmas. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Would not recommend. Dude, but... last Christmas, last year, I looked fly as hell. Are you kidding me? I had a fucking sweater that said, Hershey is here, don't need to worry. Or something so along the line. we went to a Christmas party. And I had Christmas lights braided into my beard. Remember the Christmas party last year? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So, Thank you for that. joining me in the same page. I'm we had this <laughs> party with Josh and Missy. They didn't host it, but they invited us. And so we went. I wasn't working with Furniture Medic, but Junior was. So I was kind of like a guest. So I was like, eh. So I decided. And my brother came. Yeah, I decided to make my own sweater. 
And so it was an ugly sweater contest. And I knew everyone would buy some, so I was like, oh, I'm just going to make my own. I just bought a green turtleneck, and I wrapped tinsel around it and hung little ornaments off of it. And then I put a star on my head. And so when I put tinsel around my arms, and I went, like, put my arms in the air together. Didn't you win? Yes. I was a Christmas tree. She, she okay? won and I won fucking sweater. I have a, a little... What's it called? The badge that you pin? Pin? Yeah, pin that says ugliest fucking sweater. And I won it. And I was just like, okay. So, Misty was talking about this year's the furniture medic party being an ugly sweater. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to top last year. Right? You you can't top that. You can't. She's like, well, you got to try. And I was like, I don't know how. Wear the same sweater. No one's going to top it. You know what? I'll just go shirtless because my body hair. We're going to a restaurant, Cam. Oh, that's <laughs> insane, bud. Topless at Jacobs. No balls. <laughs> no balls. You're goddamn right. I I'm not doing that. Never mind. <laughs> Fucking send it, bud. I would. I'd because it. my body hair alone counts as a sweater in itself. I can Fair concur. Enough. We also went. <laughs> you can concur, and everyone else so, here can concur. Levi, it's gonna be funny. Fucking how many times, times did how many times did we end three. up at Brett? Three? Was three it three times. or four? Uh, at least three, possibly four. Levi. That I ended up at the neighbor's house so shirtless. I went and this house we just sprayed and painted their kitchen, right? Misty and I stayed at Zach and talked with the customer and was hanging out. And it brought up the subject of houses. And I said, yeah, I just got married, but I have two roommates. And she's like, oh my gosh, that's terrible because the housing market. And I said, it's funny because one of my roommates is, is my coworker. And Misty says, yeah, you might have met him. And she goes, oh, the big hairy one? <laughs> that's all she said was the big hairy one. And we're like, yeah, that one. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. That, that's the guy. That guy. That's him. It, it really is. Like, Summed it up. Yep. I, I try and be as accommodating as possible to customers. You know, I tell them, like, hey, this is what I need to do. Is this, is this okay that I do it? You know, a lot of noise is going to go on. Blah, blah, blah. All this bullshit. But she goes, the big hairy one? Yeah, he's a sweetheart. <laughs> oh, the big hairy one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was he was here a few weeks ago. Like, they just, she just instantly knew. <laughs> the big hairy one. And so that's kind of just my description of Cam now. <laughs> yeah, my coworker, my roommate, the big hairy guy yeah if you've met him he's the big hairy guy the big hairy guy that's all that's all anybody needs to know like i'm not the biggest but i'm definitely the hairiest oh for sure for sure i keep trying to talk him into letting me wax something like his leg or his i will never be waxed i'm sorry that is i thought we decided on your leg okay yeah you know what fair i was gonna say that is mostly off the table no 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 no, you we you were talking about uh, uh, a like a week ago. It was probably a week ago. You were talking about getting a manzillion. <laughs> you were you were talking like about a Brazilian, it. but for men. So just a Brazilian, like yeah, but for men. Not for men. Listen, it's either getting a manzillion or chemically burn the hair off my body. Can I 
harmfully burn the hair off of your body? No. Why not? No, harmlessly. Cam's gonna let me wax his legs. Yeah, we've come to the conclusion. We will all be there to watch and record Cam Uh, getting his legs waxed. I will let them do legs. (laughs) Anything else? That's that's almost like fight worthy. Except for the time you had Kyler shave your back. That's different. That's completely different than waxing. I'm a very hairy man and I can't reach my back. All right. That's what roommates are for. So I got to call on a homie to come help me shave my back. Hey, man, you want to come shave my back? Uh, I guess. (laughs) Hey, listen. Okay, I am surprised that Kyler said yes. I'm getting smooth, number one. So that's in it for me. Number two, it's an experience for them. Fair enough. Good or bad, it's just you have to decide at the end of it. Listen, all I say is I'm like, just get the hair off. Do that, Kyler doesn't just have wax. Because if you would have just laid down shirtless, like just get the hair off, you would have felt something warm on your back. No, no. By the time it's on, that happened before. By a vindictive. I don't know if I should say it on the podcast. Probably not. Probably not. By a vindictive woman. Uh, she used the wrong type of wax. Ooh. To wax my back. Through one long strip. Right down the center where my spine was. Cried. Broke out immediately after she ripped it off. Ooh. Yes. See, the smaller strips are better. I do not like her. I don't blame you. And for the sake of the podcast, I'm not going to say... What you want to say? What I want to say. Well, anyways... It it is a capital C. Okay, so... That's that's all I'll say. That narrows it down to like, uh, one word... Hey, but so, he didn't say it. But I'm not I'll actually it. saying the word. I'll give him props for not actually saying it. I do not like her. I had a bad feeling about her from day one. Right. I love in, how we went from like thankfulness to, just, <laughs> to spitefulness. What I'm not thankful for is <laughs> on the opposite scale, the bottom of the list. This one time at band camp. <laughs> yeah, for real. This one time at astrology camp. This girl asked me what time I was born. Yeah, stay away from those ones. Mom told me to not stick my dick in crazy, but mom! Crazy's hot! (laughs) Anyways. Anywho. (laughs) Yes, we are closing up on two hours. For this special, so yeah, I think... no other topics brought up. <laughs> no, seriously, it was thankfulness and the TK story. We had like five or six topics planned out for this episode. We got two. But we're all thankful for a lot of things. So. Yes. yes. That took up most of the time. It, all that, right? that is completely fine. A before our special... Before our technical difficulty, that was taking up the entire time. But it's hey, a Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving special... 
spend a lot of the time on what we're thankful for. That is perfectly fine. So if you're thankful for this podcast, you should go share it and listen to it uh, at Spotify and Anchor and pretty much anywhere you can find your podcasts. Pretty much. Make sure you... Anyone you're thankful for in your life, if they're not already listening, tell them to drop a listen. Drop a listen. It's much appreciated. And also, you should let us know on our Facebook what you're thankful for, because nobody's paid attention to our Facebook page, and it makes yes, me sad. Yes, we've got a Facebook page, Hypothetical Trainwreck. Run by... Levi, do you like it Yours truly. Absolutely. There you go. Absolutely, he has. He's <laughs> like, if you guys don't it, everybody should do it. Right? He's like our number one listener. He's right? our number one supporter. Not even just listener. Our number that one That and Nikki. Moist. Moist. <laughs> 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 if you're still listening at this point, not the other one. Moist. Moist. <laughs> Nikki, we appreciate you. As much shit as we give you by uh, saying the word, I'm not gonna say it. Moist, moist. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the uh, the seagulls or pelicans or whatever they are of Finding Nemo, where it's like mine, mine, moist, 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 moist. Okay, Nikki logs off. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the point where Nikki is like, "Fuck you, I'm Nikki, not listening." Nikki has left the chat. <laughs> well, if you made it to this point. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. For the record, they they are seagulls. I mean, because they're by the sea. They're seagulls. Yes. Yeah, Thank you. you. Right. So I, just want, I just want to clear. Bagels. Because the pelicans, the pelicans are like philosophical. Oh, and, and we shit. should end it on and my... the seagulls are like smooth brain monkey boys. We should end it on my dad joke. One of my best Thanksgiving dad jokes of why couldn't the Thanksgiving band play? Because someone ate the drumsticks. Oh. Thank you for listening. Wow. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you guys so much. Goodbye. This has been Hypothetical Trainwreck with yours truly, Cameron as the host, joining me as always, Junior, Sierra, and Big Mama, also known as Kyler, with special guest, my brother Levi. Thank you everyone for listening so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And Uwu. 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 Come on, Levi. Give us an Uwu. Uwu. Scared the cat. That was literally the opposite of an Uwu. That was a Wahoo. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Good night. Bye. Goodbye.